Hi, this is Dr. Mark Sistek, and this is Broken to Bless. Today's episode is Developing a Positive Self-Image. Without question, one of the consequences of a divorce is a damaged self-image. We all go through the self-doubts, the second-guessing, and perhaps even self-abasement. And there's good reason. One of the most important things in life was our marriage and family. When that has fallen apart, of course we feel like a failure. And even for couples who have been fairly hospitable to each other, toward the end of the relationship, the name-calling and accusations get pretty ugly. So now one of your divorce recovery tasks is to rebuild your self-image. That way, you become one of the first things you work on since it's critical for every other relationship you'll develop. As mentioned in several chapters in this, in this my new book, your self-image will affect the way and speed at which you recover from your divorce. Why do we have such a hard time maintaining a proper self-image? And how can we rebuild it once it's been shattered? Well, there's some origins of poor self-image. First, we're in a spiritual battle. I believe wholeheartedly that one of the major reasons we struggle so much and many times lose the battle for our mind is that we're not battling flesh and blood or anything else we can get our hands on. We're battling a spiritual warfare, or as some would call it, a battle against the evil one. I don't intend to sound mystical or as if I believe there are demons lurking around trying to get us. I'm merely referring to the fact that Satan loves to defeat us and keep us there. What better way to do it than to ruin our marriages and then have us believe we're no longer any good or useful to anyone? God wants us to believe in him, love him, and then love others as we love ourselves. He says that his most important commandment is to love God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, and others as yourself. Can we love God and other people when we don't believe in ourselves and instead believe we're defeated and useless? God does not send us those messages. They come straight from the pit of hell. So the next time you start to think, I'm no good, I'm not lovable, or that God can't use you anymore, acknowledge to yourself immediately where those kinds of thoughts originate. Then fight back. Secondly, they come from our fallen state. We can't always blame Satan for our having bad thoughts. The devil doesn't make us do it. We must recognize our sinful nature, which basically means that left to ourselves, we are quite capable of making poor choices and thinking wrong thoughts. The Bible states that this is all part of being human. That's why I believe that it if we don't work on our self-image, we will naturally gravitate toward a, a negative one, a self-centered one that forces and focuses on me, me, me. After all, aren't we all naturally selfish? And isn't our poor self-image a reflection of this preoccupation with self? We focus on how we feel, on how we've been hurt, on how we come across. This me attitude is what I refer to as the dance floor syndrome. Are you self-conscious about dancing in front of the other people? If you're like me and never really learned how to dance, it can be fairly traumatic to have to dance in public. Why is that? 
Well, you're probably convinced that everyone in the place is looking at you and laughing inside over your gyrations out on the floor. But the truth is that all the others are concerned only about how they look and are therefore too preoccupied with themselves to even notice that you're, what you're doing. So go out there and make a fool of yourself because no one else is watching. So it is with our self-image and many of our insecurities. We're focused on ourselves and how we come across. This me preoccupation may lead us to shy away from people, from challenging new situations, and perhaps even from discussions if we believe we'll make fools of ourselves. The truth is, no one is really paying that much attention to what we're doing or saying because they're primarily concerned about their own image. So speak up. Thirdly, our background and experiences. Our background and family of origin have a, a large bearing on our personalities, which includes self-image. And even if you were raised in the most loving of homes, you probably still struggle for a variety of reasons. Researchers estimate that about 85% of your personality is developed by the age of six. And what is your self-image of self at age six? Just about everyone around you is taller than you, stronger than you, smarter than you. In fact, you're probably pretty dependent on other people for just about everything. Those experiences help to form our personalities. Is it any wonder we grow up feeling inferior in many situations? Then add to those experiences the criticism of a parent, the inevitable teasing of peers, and the occasional failures we all face. We can see how our background and experiences can affect our self-image. And I need to point out that I have mentioned only normal childhood experiences. Your personality is affected even more if you've had to endure any type of emotional or physical abuse or other significant trauma. In our next ex episode, we'll deal with how do you evaluate yourself. This is Dr. Mark Sistek, and you've been listening to Broken to Bless.